What's up, guys? Welcome back to Joy in the Middle. I'm your host, Cell. Oh my goodness, you guys. I am so sorry that it has been one month since I posted the last episode. Honestly, I was not planning on that being a thing ever. I like literally want to be able to post an episode every week for you guys. Um, I'm just going to be honest, honest and vulnerable with you guys. This last month has been um, crazy. Um, a lot has happened um, in my life. Um, you know, just a lot of t- different things. But to be honest with you guys, God's timing is perfect because... Um, so this is the part two of Sin and Grace and... Um, for part one, I touched a little bit more on sin. And then in today's episode, part two, I'm touching a little bit more on grace. And to be honest with you, it's actually perfect timing because this last month has been a lot. And I have learned a lot about grace this last month for myself and for other people. And so Honestly, that's what I'm saying. I think it's perfect timing because I really had to give myself grace and I had to give others grace. And so I just love that. I guess God's kind of, you know, using my story really in this episode today because grace is definitely something that I had to give myself like a lot recently. And like, I never knew that I didn't really give myself grace until situations happened and I wasn't giving myself grace. And so that definitely like, I think grace is like literally probably the most important thing in your relationship with God, because if you're not like really like receiving the grace, I really don't think that you can have such an intimate, close relationship with God if you can't accept his grace because it completely just changes the whole view of how you look at God and just how you allow God to love you. And so I did a lot of research on grace and just, you know, learning, um, like just different scriptures and you know different things of during my research of what I found of what they say about grace and how to receive it and how to give it to others and to just live it in just full grace in your life and so I definitely have a lot to share with you guys today so please give me some grace for being away for a whole month. I'm so sorry. I really don't plan on doing that ever again. Life has really been crazy busy. Um, Parker and I just released our clothing line. Ooh, I'm so happy. So please, please, please support that. Um, it's awesome. Um, it's a bunch of tie-dye bleach clothing. Um, we will be doing Christian clothing as well soon. So stay tuned for that. But we did... Um, put on the website a bunch of um, really cool tie-dye bleach stuff for women and men. And so please check that out. We would love your support. Um, We do offer Jacksonville pickup and then shipping for other people that are not from Jacksonville. Um, You can even like request something specific if you don't see your size. We're literally here to serve you guys. The whole point of our clothing line was to honor God. And so please support that if you guys can. They are affordable prices. And we would just love to see everybody wear, you know, godly clothing. 
Um, but anyways, let's start. And so I wanted to share with you guys first um, a Hebrew word. It's called chen. I think I'm saying it right. Chen. It's spelled K-H-E-N. And in Hebrew, it means grace and favor. And so, you know, understanding grace, I think um, we need to understand that grace is something that, you know, like that's like a gift. I feel like, you know, giving somebody, you know, grace and God giving us grace, like that's like a gift where we have to receive it and accept it. And so I want to read some scriptures to you guys. Um, So Ephesians 2 Verses 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. But this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. That is so powerful because I think a lot of us think that our relationship with God, for it to be, you know, a good relationship and you know, a strong relationship, we think that we have to do, you know, works. We have to be this good person every day. We got to, you know, check the mark um, off the list and just, you know, do, 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 do. When literally this verse is saying it's not results of work so that no one may boast. Like this is a legitimate gift of God. Like God is grace. And then so You know, after receiving God's grace, you can give yourself grace and other people grace. You know, we're going to mess up every single day, you guys. We're not perfect. Um, And, you know, it's not by doing, doing, doing. And it doesn't mean that you do more, that you're going to get more grace from God and that God's going to love you more and he'll give you more grace if, you know, you're doing all of these things. That's not how it works. Like, this is a free gift that we just have to receive, And that definitely doesn't mean that we take advantage of it. You know, that's what I talked about in the last episode of sin is, you know, to repent. And obviously God knows that we're going to mess up every single day. And that's when we give ourselves grace. Um, But definitely, you know, don't take advantage of it. But it's also not something, like I said, that we should be sin conscious of always thinking of, you know, sin and trying to prevent it and things like that. Obviously, you know, if there are things that you've been convicted with, you know, that you have stopped doing, like, that is amazing, you guys. Like, repenting and walking away from a specific sin, like, that's when you got to give yourself grace because that is amazing. You know, there are so many sins that we do on a daily basis that we really don't even, like, realize is a sin. And so, giving yourself that grace, you know, don't be sin conscious, always thinking of, you know, of specific sins and just like oh i don't want to sin and do this and like always just thinking of not wanting to sin because i think that's when the devil just comes in and just will attack your mind and god doesn't want you to be worrying and you know stressing out about all of these things he just wants you to receive his love and grace and so you know that takes a lot of us understanding that god doesn't think like us um he does not think like us and i know that's kind of like weird to think and say is like what do you mean god doesn't think like us you know god is he's our creator like you guys god is like he sees situations and things so much different than us and so just allowing him to be your god and your creator and understanding that he sees things so much different than us but like in a good way 
he sees things just so like honestly the word i think about is just magnificent like it's just amazing and so that right there like i'm thankful that god doesn't see things the way that humans do like us because we fall short every single day but god's perfect and so i'm just thankful that i have a creator that doesn't think like i do because i need somebody higher than me that thinks better than me and so you know that's something amazing to think about is that god doesn't see things the way we do and so grace like that's who he is and i know that it's it's hard to comprehend because it is hard for us to give ourselves grace and other people grace when things happen i know but it's not hard for god like grace is who he is he just does it naturally and so three things um number one receive god's grace number two give yourself some grace and number three give others grace and so you know in colossians it says colossians 2 14 tells us when christ died on the cross he took away our debt by the blood of christ there is no more legal debt grace has won the battle against sin I mean, the entire story about Jesus and the way that he died on the cross for us and he was perfect, he didn't sin, and he died for us. Um, I don't know if you guys know the story of, you know, Jesus and Barabbas. Um, He was pretty much the other guy that um, they were basically trying to decide if they were going to crucify him or Jesus and the people he was a murderer, like all of these, like he was a really bad criminal and everybody chose for Jesus to be crucified and not Barabbas. And so just comprehending that, like if you read that story, like we are Barabbas, like Jesus died for our sins so that we can be saved like through God. Like, I mean, I definitely would love to do an episode of just like Jesus's whole the whole purpose of why he came is so powerful and there's so much to talk about in that episode about understanding that like we are barabbas like jesus died for us you guys and just you know trying to comprehend that i know it's a lot and we try to understand like why would jesus you know die for us and give us that grace and he died for our sins so that we can have that relationship again with god because you know the world was crazy you know before um jesus came and the way that they were um just super like in the in religion pretty much you know jesus had to come to you know show us that it's not about religion it's about the relationship and so i was doing some research shout out to rethink (laughs) now.org and bible.org for helping me with my notes but they had seven they had seven things that they wrote down seven powerful truths you need to know about god's grace and so i wanted to read that to you guys because it was so good when i was reading it today so it says number one god's grace is forgiveness and then the scripture to go with that is Romans 3, 23 through 24. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came from Jesus Christ. 
that's literally, that's what I was just talking about is, you know, we all fall short. We're all going to sin, but by what Jesus did, like we are forgiven. And so it says the Bible teaches us that the grace is a gift from God. Our mistakes, our sin condemn us and separate us from God, but God doesn't leave us to deal with the consequences of our sin. On the cross, Jesus Christ displayed his great love for us by taking on what we deserved and so that's so powerful you guys like jesus died for us and he gave like he gave us that grace and we don't deserve it i think understanding too that grace is not something that we deserved like we definitely don't deserve it but he is still willing and wanting to give it to us which is so powerful And then number two says, God's grace is undeserved. what I just said. But he gives it anyway. In 2 Timothy 1.9, it says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Jesus Christ before the beginning of time. It's amazing because... God's grace can only be fully understood when we realize how fallen, broken, and undeserving we are. Like, we do not deserve God's grace. We deserve we deserve death. But again, God gives us what we need instead of what we deserve. We cannot do anything to earn it. The result of works will never earn God's grace. And then on the website, it says, I think it's important that we recognize this. I often find Christians feel entitled to grace, like it was God's pleasure to die for them. Jesus didn't go to the cross because we are worthy, but because he is good. We have done and can do nothing to earn God's grace. Our own effort and good behavior will always fall short. The Bible makes clear that the results of works on our own amounts to nothing it's by the grace of god alone that we are saved and i know that's like a hard pill to swallow you guys and i think that's kind of like you know what pushes a lot of people away from just i guess religion in general is that they can't really i guess accept the fact that they aren't you know perfect and that you know i think it it is a hard pill to swallow of you know Putting yourself down and understanding that, you know, we don't deserve it. We're not perfect and we're sinners and all of these things. And it pushes away people because they think like, well, I don't want somebody to be above me. And that's where pride comes in. And I don't want us. I want us to. I think it's powerful when we realize and recognize that there is somebody above us and that we are not perfect and that you know, we are not less than, but like he is, you know, greater than us. He thinks better than us. He makes, you know, way better thoughts and decisions and everything he does is just different and better than how we think. You know, that's why it says that we shouldn't do things on our own understanding because our own understanding, you know, is earthly and pride. And that's when sin comes in and that's when Satan comes in and It's definitely a hard pill to swallow of just recognizing that we're not entitled to grace and that, you know, Jesus died for us. And obviously, he is just so 
loving i mean to even be able to give us grace you guys like i mean that's a whole nother episode itself of talking about you know where we were at you know before jesus came and why he had to come and just you know the wickedness in this world like humans we're not perfect you guys at all you know that's why jesus had to come and then number three says god's grace is new every day psalm 103 verse 8 says the lord is compassionate and gracious slow to anger abounding in love i don't know about you guys but i can't go too long without making a mistake it seems like i can't you know seem to kick the habit of sinning and i'm in constant need of god's grace and i'm thankful that his grace is with me every morning when i wake up because like i need that we all do and um by the grace of god i'm not who i once was but i'm not also fully there yet too you know i'm still in the process i'm still being transformed you know god's grace is allowing me to continue in this transformation process and when i mess up every day you know i can wake up tomorrow with a whole new grace like god gives me that grace every single day Whatever you have done and are doing and will do, God's grace is new every single day. And so that is so powerful to understand, you guys, because that's when we can give ourselves grace, too, of realizing that we're going to mess up. But God's grace is new every single day. And he's not, you know, writing. I mean, I do think that obviously there will be a day of judgment and we're not perfect and you know, he is gonna, you know, gonna judge us someday. And and I know that's another hard pill to swallow. And we're not perfect, but understanding that you're you're not the only one that's a sinner. We're all sinners. And I do believe that, you know, God gives us grace. We shouldn't take advantage of it and you know keep sinning and things like that. But you know, we will be judged someday, obviously. And I know in that moment too. It's especially if, you know, he's either going to say, depart from me, I never knew you, or well done, my faithful servant. Um, But I do think that we will be judged. I I know the Bible does say that we will be judged, you know, either way. And so just, I guess, um, you know, with our sin, like I said, repent and we, you know, we need to repent and obviously not do that sin again. And, you know, there are like physical things or whatever it is of like actual sins that, you know, a lot of us have been convicted of. And then like we repented and we we don't live that lifestyle anymore or whatever that sin is for you. There's still other sins that we do every single day. And so obviously giving ourselves grace, but just realizing that we are being transformed every single day. You know, you're wanting to be better every single day and just acknowledging that. God is not, you know, over here, you know, worrying about, oh, how can I give her grace again today? Or how can I give him grace after he just did that? Like his grace is new every single day and we just have to accept it and receive the love and the grace. It's so powerful because I need that grace in my own life. And I know that God's giving it to me. And, you know, with the grace too, you guys, of like seeing the way that God's loving you and giving you grace, 
you will want to naturally be transformed and change. You'll naturally want to start avoiding those sins that you've been doing because you're so blessed and thankful for that grace that you have received and how powerful and how it's renewing your relationship with him and it's your relationship is becoming so strong. Like I know that when we seek God, all the all the stuff that we're doing and things, our convictions and things like that, I do believe that it's a transformation process. As we get closer and as we seek God more, we're being transformed every single day to be better and to be more holy and righteous. Obviously, we're never going to be like Jesus. And, and I know that God knows that we're never going to be like Jesus. We want to be like Jesus, but we're never going to be Jesus. And so giving yourself that grace of understanding that you're going to fall short every single day and you're never not going to be a sinner like how Jesus was. We, we obviously, we want to be like Jesus, you know, in situations. Um, I do like to think like, what would Jesus do in this moment? And just all of those things. I think that's amazing. But, you know, we need to stop making ourselves, you know, get to this level like we're going to be Jesus when we're never going to be Jesus, you guys. We can try to be like him, of course, every single day. And of course, Jesus is an amazing influence for us to be able to look at the way that he lived his life and how he treated people. But we're never going to be him, you guys. And so that's when grace comes in. And so number four says, God's grace adopts us into his family. From 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, it says, See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when he appears we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is and everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure and so you know all throughout the bible you see god call his followers his children um, apostle paul says we were adopted into god's family in romans eight fifteen. God has shown us incredible love for us by bringing us into his family. You know, to be a child of God, the one who is all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present is your father. That is amazing, you guys. I even, Parker and I were watching The Chosen yesterday, and um, Mary was, um, his mom was talking to the disciples, and um they had found out that Jesus's dad, Joseph, had passed away. And so the fact that Jesus even went through his like own like earthly father's death and he didn't have his father like that is so powerful because we can relate to that. And I love that God is always relating things to us and wanting us to know that he understands. And so, you know, if your earthly father has abandoned you, has passed away you know just doesn't show you you know the proper i guess love of a parent um i want you guys to know that you know jesus didn't have his earthly father for a long time and so if that gives you any comfort today i hope that does because um you know i didn't have the best relationship with my father growing up um my earthly father and so it has gotten so much better the last couple of years 
um, thank God, you know, really grace. Um, I had to give myself and I had to give my um, dad a lot of grace. And our relationship is so good now. And I'm so thankful and blessed. You know, he walked me down the aisle and I never thought that, you know, that would um, ever happen if you would have talked to me years ago or just as a kid, because we didn't have that relationship. And I went through a lot of issues with um, my parents and just family in general and things. And so just seeing, I guess, that Jesus went through that and didn't have his, I mean, yeah, he didn't, I don't, we don't know how, I guess, issues that they had, like, in their family dynamic, but, you know, I could see, you know, back then, things weren't also perfect, so I'm, you know, and Mary and Joseph were not perfect either, and so I'm sure they were, you know, regular parents just like us, especially when Jesus, you know, was being raised and stuff he didn't start his ministry until he was i think in his 30s so you know it makes you wonder like obviously what were they doing that whole time raising him and things like that obviously they were living like a normal you know family lifestyle like how we were until you know jesus went on his own and started his ministry and stuff but you know obviously jesus always knew who he was you know there's a story where um, you know, Jesus was lost and he was in the temple or wherever and his parents were looking for him and he was saying, he, I'm in my father's house, you know, where else would I be? And I love that story because, you know, Jesus was like honoring like his actual father, like God. And his parents were like just so shook because they couldn't find him. That's honestly such a f- cool story. And we saw that in The Chosen too. If you guys haven't seen The Chosen, you gotta watch it. It's so good. Like, we've been actually wanting to start it for so long, and, like, we finally just did, and we've been binging it. It's so good. I think they do a really good job with just the language and the disciples and just showing how it was back then. It's seriously so cool, and just watching the whole ministry in front of my eyes, like, wow. I couldn't even imagine, like, how the disciples were feeling and the things that they went through and saw like just so amazing and then um number five says god's grace brings us closer to our father john 14 verse 6 says jesus said to him i am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me you know many view god's grace as a get out of hell free card or access to eternal life But that misses the point. God's desire isn't to just spare you from pain. It's to, you know, reunite you with him. He wants the relationship that sin severed to be restored. And so, you know, God wants, obviously, he wants you to choose him so that you can have that eternal life with him of, you know, not going to hell. I know a lot of us don't like to talk about hell, but, you know, There is going to be a day, you guys, where he is going to say, well done, my faithful servant, or depart from me, I never knew you. And I know that that's really scary. And, you know, it's definitely another hard pill to swallow. And obviously, you want to hear, well done, my faithful servant. And I'm sure I can do another podcast on that in the future and maybe even like bring a pastor on here to talk about that. And obviously, I need to do my own research on that. But the forgiveness of sins, you know, allows this to happen. It doesn't just save us from hell. It reunites us with our Heavenly Father. Grace allows us to come back. Sin cast us away. It created a chasm that kept us apart. 
Grace is the bridge that allows us to come back to the other side. It mends the wounds that sin caused. It forgives the mistakes that we made. And so that's the whole reason, you know, why Jesus came was, you know, for us to go through him, to believe in him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one, you know, comes to the Father except through him. You know, that's the whole, like, the whole point of Jesus and, you know, his story and dying for us. It was so that we could be reunited with God and have that relationship again. You know, that's why Jesus came. And I think when you watch The Chosen, you'll see, like, the whole point of it was so that we don't do, 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 so that we just have that relationship with God. We have that grace. We accept it. We just accept his love. It's so powerful. And then number six says, God's grace allows us to live in freedom. Romans six fourteen. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. And then um, during my research, it says, we think freedom is doing whatever we want to do when we, when we want to do it. That might appear to be freedom, but that kind of life doesn't set you free. It enslaves you. Grace frees us and allows us to live as God intended. When people look at the rules, God gives his children many scoff. Any good parent gives their children rules, not to hamper their fun or restrain their freedom, but to keep them safe and allow them to fully experience life. Wow. I didn't even like think of it like that, you know, like obviously our parents <laughs> had rules and things like that. And, you know, and so does God. And it's just powerful to understand that, you know, sin no longer is our master. It no longer has a hold over us because we're not under law anymore. Like we're under grace. You know, what Jesus did is the ultimate grace. Like he paid for our debt. And so it's not about doing, doing, doing. It's about understanding that Jesus died for us. And then the last one, number seven, God's grace is open to all. Titus 2.11, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. And it says, followers of Jesus are often stingy with grace, but God is not. He gives it to anyone and everyone that wants it. That's why songs like Amazing Grace exist, because it extends to even the worst of sinners. And this is something that I have been going through, you guys, of giving myself grace, giving other people grace. Like, I know that it's hard, you guys. And I don't think that, you know, when people hurt you and things like that, obviously, that's when boundaries step in. I want to do an episode on boundaries really, really soon, but... You know, giving people grace and stuff, it all comes down to just grace and forgiveness. Giving that to people that have hurt you and things like that, you know, that's not for us to carry you guys. We just have to give people grace and just forgive them and just just move on, you know, not holding a grudge on people, not wanting revenge and having a bitter heart. I mean, I definitely would love, I gotta do an episode on this because it's so powerful and we all go through it with relationships in our life and so obviously that doesn't mean that you know people can take advantage of you and you just keep allowing yourself to get hurt by people obviously that's when boundaries come in and you don't have to be you know best friends with everybody and you just have to love on people and you can love on people from a distance 
And so if you've been struggling, you know, with grace, you guys, the number one thing is just give yourself grace. Like you have to receive. I told you guys those three things in the beginning. I said, number one, receive God's grace. Number two, give yourself some grace. And number three, give others grace. You know, we can't, after receiving God's grace, you can give it to yourself and then others. We can't give grace to other people if we haven't accepted it for ourselves. And I think this is really like, this is what I was saying was, I'm so thankful that the month actually has went on. And it took me a month to make this because I've been so busy going through just so much. Um... I actually learned a lot of how to give myself grace, you guys. Like, I've been in a roller coaster of emotions because um, of some things that have happened. And I had to give myself grace, and I never had to do it that much before. Like, it literally came to the point where, like, it was tearing me down, you guys. Like, I was, like, the enemy was getting in my head, like, making it seem like I was just this terrible person. And. I had to give myself grace, you guys, like, and then for, because I got to give myself grace, then I got to give other people grace, you know, people that have hurt me, and it's just so powerful when you do have that grace for yourself and for others, because it really does make your relationship with God so much better, like, I genuinely do feel like I'm closer with God because I gave myself that grace, and I wasn't shaming myself and, um, you know, same with others. It allowed me to forgive the people that hurt me because I just gave them grace and I just saw them differently. And, you know, just I saw them the way that God was seeing them. And so, you guys, if this is something that you've been struggling with, that you're going through it, you don't know how to give yourself grace, you don't know how to give the people around you that have hurt you grace, please reach out to me. I want to be there for you guys. I love you guys. And this podcast has truly meant so much to me i know i've only done a few episodes but like i think about it all the time like i would love to make episodes every single day obviously life is crazy and it's crazy busy and i'm not trying to make excuses but i really do want to post episodes every week for you guys and um just understand that i'm human too and i do go through things and um you know sometimes when i do go through things it's hard for me to you know come on here and make an episode um to be fair and you know i have to be vulnerable with you guys and so i'm human too i'm not perfect i'm still growing i'm still in the transformation process too and i really hope that this episode just gives you guys some peace today and i want to close this off in prayer of just you know speaking just grace over you and forgiveness and so lord we come to you today god we just ask you jesus to just fill us with your grace today god we know that your grace is new every single day lord so thank you for that jesus you did not have to do what you did on that cross but you did lord because you love us it wasn't even something that you even questioned god you just did it lord you sent your son to die for us so thank you jesus that you died for us lord that we can ultimately have that relationship with you now god because that grace comes in lord Jesus, you died for us so that we can have a relationship with the Father. God, thank you, Lord. I just pray, Jesus, that you would help us to just receive your grace, God. Receive that amazing gift and that we don't have to do anything to receive it. We just have to receive it, God. We don't have to be this person. We don't have to do all of these things. And then you're going to give us grace. And then you're going to love us more, God. It's the complete opposite. 
you just give it to us god because you love us and that is just your nature so thank you lord and god i just pray that you would just give us strength to be able to give ourselves grace god and give our grace to other people lord it's so hard to forgive people god and to give them that grace when they have hurt us god but remind us lord that you gave us grace and that we are sinners and so we could forgive others and give others grace because you did it for us god and we are no different and no better than the other people lord so thank you for that god I pray that you would fill us and the people listening, fill me and my listeners with peace today, God, that you would just put a hedge of protection over them, God, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, God. Anything that the devil has planned over their life, God, I just rebuke it in Jesus' name, Lord. Give us that grace today, God, that fresh new grace. We love you, Jesus, and we pray this in your name. Amen. Whew, I'm feeling the Holy Spirit. You guys, I love you guys so much. Please, please, please reach out to me if you want to talk more detail about this episode. I love you guys. And also message me some topics that you guys want to hear. I want to hear from you guys. I want to know some topics that you guys want to hear of. Um, I've been wanting to do, you know, a mental health um, episode, um, boundaries, you know, things that we're dealing with on a daily basis. So reach out to me, you guys. If you want to be a guest on my podcast, also reach out to me. But I love you guys and have a wonderful and blessed day. And I'll see you guys next week.